did I leave my house? Why, God, why? Why? <laughs> I'm a, like a wet, oh, jeez. A wet teddy bear, gosh dang it. Oh, the worst kind of teddy bear. The worst. You know there's a commercial where it's like, someone selling wet teddy bears. No, I didn't know that. Oh, well, there is one. Is that a current commercial? Yes. Well, gross. Yeah. Don't buy them. Mm-mm, don't buy wet te- <laughs> Moral of the story, don't buy a wet teddy bear. You're in control of that situation as the <laughs> customer. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Didn't know we were going to conversations. In, in Comfibans. I'm Clara. And I'm Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Clara. How are you doing? Wet. It is a rainy, stormy day. It, I haven't seen Cute. it rain this hard for this long in a very long time. And I don't think it's supposed to stop. No. That's so. an, it's a river. It's an atm- atmospheric river. Mm. Is that what the news called it? <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to eat when you're podcasting. Oh. <laughs> is that a faux pas? <laughs> Should I have not just taken a bite of a Snickers? People love the sound of chewing, right? Mm. You know what they say, you're not you and you're hungry, so. <laughs> it's just, that's what Snickers specifically says, mm-hmm. actually. Mm. Or else it's way too chewy for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is your first Snickers bar? On a podcast, yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, we're And here. we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Nope. Um, how was your day? You still how's got some caramel. <laughs> you got to work through it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're good. Okay, we're good. <laughs> First and last uh, Snickers podcast. Wow. I mean podcast Snickers. Well, and I only had half of it, so I have another half. And <laughs> who knows when I'll pop it in my mouth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How are you? Oh, who? I don't know. <laughs> I Were you going to say who cares? <laughs> yeah. It took me an hour to get home, and so I'm filled with rage. It took me an hour to get to your house. Yeah. Because we left at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think I left actually a little bit earlier than mm. you, but it, my Dutch bros stop was quick and to the point. What? Shout get out Dutch. It. Shout out T-bro. Um, and so I just, it doesn't have to be this way. It does not, no. But here we are. We're here. <laughs> uh, how are you? I'm good. I am still kind of laughing over Facebook changing uh, oh, yeah. their name. <laughs> if you don't know, Facebook has changed the name of its parent company. Or it's like Umbrella. Yeah. Company, kind of. And it's named Meta. Just Meta. Which we were talking about, what was that, last week or something? Because yeah, they, they announced, announced that they were going to change it. Mm-hmm. And we, are, we made up all these funny names that Ooh, we thought brilliant. Were, would just be insane and stupid, but funny. And Meta was one of them. Meta was one of them. And we're like, oh, no. <laughs> we're like, uh-oh. He's really watching us. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's all true. And I was kind of watching. He's um, been listening for ideas, and he chose ours. <laughs> He's like, ooh, I like that. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's, wait a minute. Meta. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a tick. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, I was reading a BuzzFeed article where they were talking about tweets uh-huh. of what people were saying, and the first one just made me lol, and then I forgot to read the rest of them because I was laughing too much. Was and it? it was like, it's called Meta because Mark Zuckerberg hadn't met a girl <laughs> till college. I'm like, no! <laughs> oh, 
that's a good one. So, um, and then do we want to talk about the sweet baby we rays? We need to talk about the sweet baby rays. <laughs> so he was like making this announcement via video, uh, something call or whatever. Zoom. And, yeah, Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not Facebook. Microsoft Messenger. Teams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, and he was like, it looked like a home office kind of. Because there was bookshelves. It, yeah, it, it could have been an office. It could have been an office. It could have been like his living room. Like, he had bookshelves. He had yeah. fake books on the bookshelves. Fake books, fake plants. Fake plants. And one real life bottle of sweet, sweet baby rays. <laughs> barbecue sauce, which was very confusing. Like holding up some of the fake books. It, it was, was like honest, a bookend. Yeah, I'm like, well, I have many <laughs> questions about how many nugs are you eating and can I get in on them? Yeah, I need to get on your, your nugget factory. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Oh, um, dear. <laughs> what would they call that one? <laughs> Nug. <laughs> Face nug. Face nug. <laughs> um, no, oh, it's no. like, I I don't understand. I don't understand. There's no explanation. When it comes to sweet baby rays, I don't need an explanation, to be honest. You because... know, I don't either, but I will say it did not fit. No, it wasn't at with all. the aesthetic. It stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like, oh, you have to double take. It was like, bam. It's like <laughs> sweet, sweet baby rays. <laughs> and you couldn't see the... Um, the chicken nuggets. Well, you couldn't see the chicken nuggets. <laughs> and you also couldn't see the label. You oh, could just right. see the side oh, of the bottle. Everybody knows the sweet baby but rays. But you know. Everybody knows. That's a sweet baby ray If bottle. you don't have some in your fridge, you're mad. Yeah. And I did. I was talking to Brian and he goes, well, sweet baby rays doesn't need to be refrigerated until you open it. So as long as he doesn't open it. Well, what's the point of having it? Yeah. I'm like, what is he doing with a bottle of sweet baby rays? He's just couponing and he has too many sweet baby rays. He has to put them <laughs> on his bookshelf. <laughs> He's an extreme couponer. <laughs> He got the 10 for 10 deal, and he bought all 10. Yeah. I get it. And um, swooped in an 11th. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, he, he paid that extra dollar. He paid that extra dollar for that <laughs> sweet, sweet baby race. <laughs> Should go with his nugs. Oh, those nugs. Everything. Nugs. I mean, sweet baby race. That's true. It's, it's not really... limited to nugs. No. I just kind of want some nugs. I do, too. <laughs> I've been dreaming about nuggets since, since we, we were talking, talking about, about that. it earlier know, today. Uh, is it wrong to DoorDash McDonald's? <laughs> right now. We need a 20-piece nugget stat. And a sweet baby rays. And sweet baby Actually, I have sweet baby rays, of course. A bottle of sweet baby rays <laughs> that we can use on our bookshop. Yeah, and I so also decided, have a couple books to hold up. Can I get So I've decided extras? I'm going to get you a bottle of sweet baby rays for Christmas oh, yeah. to oh, use primarily it. as a as a piece of decor in your home. As a bookend. <laughs> just be used as decor. Uh, I mean, apparently... That's what rich people do. Yeah, I mean, so must fit in. It's meta with the zucks. I don't really understand what meta means, I don't but either. uh, something about sweet baby rays, I think. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, Chick- chicken nuggies are very meta. Love the nugs. <laughs> and if you don't love a chicken nugget, you can just end this podcast now and never return. No, don't rec- don't come back. Yeah, we just don't leave. have enough in common. We d- why are you here in the first place? <laughs> Go away. <laughs> oh, we don't no. need your but negativity. Leave five, but leave five stars. And tell two friends. <laughs> Before you go. Before you go. <laughs> tell two friends. Oh, no. Make sure they like chicken nuggets. Yeah. Tell two friends that like nugs. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be quality nugs. It can be, you know, Mickey D nugs. Or chicken strips in a pinch. Ooh, if you're desperate. <laughs> popcorn chicken? Oh, sure. Mm, chicken. Last, last, last choice, popcorn chicken, I think. Yeah. I think a popcorn chicken is like a boneless wing. Yeah, you're right. Because I do love, I do, I love I do a love boneless, boneless wing. wing as well. But it is really just chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> With fancier sauce. With, With fancy sweet sauce. baby rays pre- Pre-coated. I, I actually do that sometimes. I have a, ba- a bag of popcorn chicken oh, in my freezer, and okay, I'll make okay, okay. popcorn chicken, and then I will toss it in a bowl. Yeah, you got to. In um, some, like, some sauces. Either some Sweet Baby Ray's, or I'll do some Frank's Red Hot. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling spicy. I love Frank's, too. Just feeling that spice. That should have been the other bookend. Zuck. Zuck. Talk, got some idea. I've got some notes. <laughs> talk to us for all of your interior design help. You stole our idea for yeah, your name. You took the least meta. you can do. Just put a bottle of Franks. <sighs> what if there was next time? And be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you really a bottle of Franks where there was a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's. He just keeps changing out the condiment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is Sweet Baby Ray's paying him for that? I mean, Sweet Baby Ray has just got a whole bunch of free advertising today. Yeah, they don't need it. Everyone loves it. Who doesn't love Sweet Baby Ray's? Everyone loves it. And they have different flavors of Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah, they have honey mustard I've had before. They have a spicy Sweet Baby Ray's. It's all. It's a whole company, it turns out. Baby Ray. (laughs) You're sweet. You're just a a sweet, sweet sweet little angel baby. (laughs) I love Ray. Wait. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Sweet little Ray. Hey, listen, good news for you. Me? Dexter comes out this week. I'm so excited. Are you so excited? Yes. What are you even going to do? Do you have all 12 hours planned out? I have all of my life planned for as long as Dexter's still going to be on. I am in the middle of a Dexter binge. Who are you? Yes. Yes, Starting from the beginning. Okay, where you at? I am just... Oh, I, just I see. Season I see on four. your face. We've got a John Lithgow in we our lives. We have a John Lithgow <laughs> in my life, and I'm still very creeped out by him. Well, that's fine. He's creepifragilistic. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's acting. <laughs> he's good well, at he's it. He's scary. <laughs> so we just did the first episode last night of season four. So okay, okay, okay. And I think every time I've tried to do a rewatch of Dexter. I stop at season four. Like, I cannot go past... For some reason, my brain will not let me move past season four. That's funny you say that because I was re-watching it, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I stopped at the very end of season four. Yeah. I was too sad. It's like my brain will not let me move forward. Yeah. It's like, this is where it ends. Just, it stops here. It does not go further. Yeah. And not that, like, the last four seasons of Dexter were terrible, I just got too sad once. Once, uh, Re- once Rita died. Ten year spoilies. Yeah, yeah, it made me it's, so sad. And it's not like they're terrible, but it's just it just you see it start to go downhill. And I think now that I've watched all of the episodes at least once, I know it's going downhill, yeah. and I don't want to. <laughs> don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do that to myself. Well, and when then when Deb falls in love with um, Dexter, that yeah, that's kind of gets weird. me out of it too. Yeah. So here's hoping that <laughs> Dexter. Oh, it's gonna be great. New Blood is 
It's going to be great. As wonderful as I'm hoping as it is. It will be. So full report. Well, no, I won't have a full report on the next episode. It'll be the next no. episode. You got to wait for two weeks to get my... Official take. Official takes, thought, thoughts and feelings on Dex to Har. Thoughts and feelings. It was great. That's what they're going to be. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, well, yesterday you were in the office, as was I. If it is. And we found out that uh, mini cows exist. <gasps> yes. And I just wanted to tell everyone that. Mini cows exist. <laughs> because they're so cute. There's a, like... High, not a hierarchy, but like a definition of like, and then we looked at oh, the yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where it was like, you know, a mini cow it's is like this a tall, cow, mini cow, and then like a regular, and then like a regular cow, and then a cowboy, and then a cowboy who's <laughs> so tall, yeah, who's apparently very tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did the calculations, he was like six feet with his hat on, so I'm not impressed. Get a taller cowboy, <laughs> six feet's tall. No. In in my world of the lollipop with his guild. hat on though, so if he took his hat off, he'd be shorter than me. Oh, it's yeah, it's a hat. half in his boots. You know, oh yeah, the boots with mm-hmm. the little little heel. Yeah, they think they're so manly, but deep down they're wearing heels. You're wearing heels, cowboys. <laughs> Clippity clappity. Clippity clappity. And they've got little jewels on them. <laughs> the stirrups. Oh no, wait, stirrups? Is that what they're called? What are the circle things? Spurs. Spurs. Stirrups is on the horse. Pants. I don't know. What were you going to say? It's on the horse? I'm very tired. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. It's Ugh. the rain soaked through yeah. my sweatshirt. I did have a waterfall coming off in front of my front door. That yes. But I had to, to run, run through. through. Uh, so I'm soaking wet. My bad. I mean, what could you have done besides let open you the grocery store? <laughs> Clean the gutters, perhaps. You hear that, Paul? Uh, no, he doesn't listen. No, it's okay. Casey, <laughs> pass along. Uh, alrighty. Well, anything else? R.I.P. Like that? Is that what you said? Oh, I said alrighty, not R.I.P. Oh. R.I.P. R.I.P. To that conversation. To that conversation. We're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, well, welcome everyone to Cult Vember. Cult Vember, baby. Cult Vember. Cults, 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 and this I have, month is all about I have cults. a book in front of me, actually. Yeah. Called The History of Cults from Satanic Secrets to the Manson Family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and haven't read it yet, so that's not what this week's about, but I'll peruse it. Yeah. For later. It is my book. Yes, it's Alex's book. I own it. It was an um, amazing my purchase at Robert Schroeder. Half Price Books. Half Price Books. And I did also as half price books today. Sidebar, they have other books. Like this guy wrote other books. One of them is all about conspiracy theories. <gasps> Ooh, we love a Robert Schroeder. We love a conspire. Conspire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Mine's sad. Do mine's you want me to go weird. first? <laughs> uh, or do you want to go? Uh, maybe you should go first since it's sad, and then we'll bring them back up. We'll at bring the them end back with up with the weird. The weird. Okay, great. And I'm going to eat the other half of my Snickers. Okay. 
Okay. I am talking about Rock Terriel and the Ant Hill Kids. The Ant Hill Kids. Hoi de bum? I think so. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know why I asked you questions. You're eating again. <laughs> I have a Snickers in my mouth. <laughs> okay. So, Rock Terrio, he was born May 16th, 1947 in Quebec, Canada. Quebecois. Quebecois, and he was raised in the town of Fetford Mines. Mm. Now, what do you think they mined in uh, Quebec and Fetford Mines in Canada? Poutine? <laughs> oh, that would be yummy. Potatoes. Um, that's right, asbestos. Asbestos? <laughs> Uh, turns out I had no idea where asbestos came from. I thought it just was in old houses. It came from a mine? <laughs> yeah, a mine. Like, we, they actively go and find asbestos. They did in the 40s well, that's and 50s. strange. Why would they do such a thing? Because that's how you insulated your house. Oh. Got it. But they don't, I mean, and now you have to mine it out of your house. <laughs> it turns out it's very dangerous. Turns so out it might kill you. <laughs> Other than living in a literal cloud of cancer, um, he his life growing up was fine, and he never really had any complaints about his home life. Um, the school in gorgeous, gorgeous Thetford Mines only went up to the seventh grade, um, and, and rather than like travel to the next town or anything, um, which had a high school, they just chose to work and mm. not go to school anymore. Okay. Um, later, he kind of realized that. Even though his childhood wasn't really that bad, if he told people it was, like, abusive and that his parents were both drunks, um, then he gets sympathy. Oh. So, like, he said a lot of things, but I don't really trust him. <laughs> we don't trust you. And, like, everyone else in his childhood said that it was fine. So, <laughs> we don't know a ton of what's true mm-hmm. about his childhood. So, in 1967, he married um, Francine... Grenier. French names are hard. Grenier. Grenier. She was 17 and he was 21. Um, It was pretty normal. They had a couple of sons in the first several years. Um, And uh, after a few years, he developed severe stomach pain and he was diagnosed with ulcers. No. So he had to have surgery in 1971 and uh, the surgeries ultimately did remove the ulcers. Oh, that's good. But he came away and developed something called dumping syndrome. Ooh. So, apparently, dumping syndrome, I'd imagine, uh, causes a fair number of poos. But it also, um, uh, it also causes an excessive amount of pain and Ooh. vomiting, um, which he was given medication for, but he decided that he would not use that and self-medicate using alcohol. Oh, instead. smart so, idea. Rock. Always a good choice. Um, and I think because of like basically the complications of his own surgery, he got super into studying anatomy and medicine, um, but just like in his own time, like mm-hmm. nothing formal. Yeah. But anyway, so... Um, Something fun to do on the weekends. Yeah, just a hobby. <laughs> uh, he takes up woodworking and opens a small business selling things like little sculptures and like mugs and Ooh. plates. Um, and as they all do, he got a little bit into the local politics, which is great. <laughs> Always. Uh, by 1976, he was making frequent weekend business trips to 
business trips, quote unquote, mm. to Quebec to sell his um, like little woodworking trinkets. Yeah. Um, but really, he was um, drinking heavily and picking up women and carrying out affairs. Oh, stand-up man. Yeah, he's a great rock. guy. <laughs> rock, you rock. You rock. Uh, so Francine, his wife, is like, um, so a drunk woodworker who's running his business into the ground and is constantly sleeping around like, no, that's not worth it. Yeah, so, I don't think, did not make a smart move. No. So she's... But he has a great person now. Does he though? No, probably not. <laughs> So she leaves him. Goodbye. Takes the Goodbye. two kids. Great. So Rock, he's now living. He doesn't have a home. He's in his car, and sometimes he's with that woman he was sleeping with in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Um, until that woman was like, oh, like you're uh, kind of really hard to be around. Uh, goodbye. I don't like you. Yeah. Turns out, I don't like Turns you. Turns out I hate your personality. <laughs> so, but thankfully, a light shone down from heaven upon the Seventh oh. Day Adventist Church. As it does. As it does. Always a light from heaven. <laughs> uh, he was raised Catholic, but he quickly converted to the Seventh Day Adventists when, um, and he became pretty involved in the church. One thing that really drew him to this community was the healthy lifestyle they promoted. Um, and he dove basically headfirst in quitting drinking, eating really healthy, not smoking, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So they met weekly um, with members of the church. And because he had ruined his woodworking business and didn't have any money, he started selling Adventist literature door to door. Oh. And this is when he started to kind of fine-tune his charm and persuasive uh, Starts ways. to get a personality. <laughs> Just for sure, though. I'm sure it's not real. Of course. In 1977, he was put in charge of a program to help potential followers of the church um, to quit smoking. Oh. And he really loved leading this group. And by the end of that summer, he had de- devoted he had a devoted group of young followers Mm -hmm. um, from the community. So he convinced the group to convert to Seventh-day Adventists and drop out of school because what use is an education when the end of the world is right around the corner? It's always the end of the world is coming. Yeah, girl. On its way. And so uh, we have our first steps into cold hood. So Mm -hmm. Rock and the group, they go on a retreat together. And while he was on a hike alone... um, during this time, it was like out in the woods. He had a divine vision. Ooh, they always do when they're They alone. always do. He was convinced that the best idea for this group was to move to St. Marie in Canada, which was um, like kind of out in the woods, like mm-hmm. 40 miles south of Quebec. So in October, they rent a two-story house, which they all live in, and they open a healthy living clinic mm-hmm. where they promote these um, like healthy living obviously and yeah. alternative medicine and stuff um and in the best cult leader move of all time uh they get like matching uniform <gasps> it always i know and his is a different and color aliens, man with the, i know with the matching uniforms <laughs> if you're wearing all a matching uniform, a uniform you might be in trouble Unless you're at, like, Catholic school or whatever. But, I mean. I mean. <laughs> okay. So, the clinic. <laughs> we'll you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, the clinic was actually doing pretty well. And he was getting more, like, followers and people to come to the clinic. Um, and basically, the whole clinic was to promote Adventism. Yes. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Yeah. Um, so, one mem- one 
person who came to visit, he came with his wife who had cancer, and she was getting treatment at the nearby hospital. But Mm -hmm. Iraq, he had a big problem with that, and he was like, no, you need to stop, like, all get, like giving her all those drugs it's really bad for her mm-hmm. um and he went to the hospital and like told the doctors that she was coming with him basically yeah sure okay yeah <laughs> and uh so she came with him to be and he didn't allow like her parents to come at all mm. um because they'd probably convince her to leave because it's insane. Probably. Um, and Rock prescribed her grape juice and organic foods. Uh, grape juice. Heals cancer. everybody. Uh, and she's died oh. pretty soon after coming to the clinic. It's the grape juice. We're not shocked. <laughs> he claimed that he momentarily brought her back to life when he kissed her. But sure, then sure, he sure. said, but then he said, God wants uh, God wants people. He takes them. It was her time. <laughs> okay. So. Okie doke. Uh, he also met the parents of a 19-year-old girl with MS, mm-hmm. and they soon checked her in. Um, and did she get grape juice? She got grape juice. Oh. Um, the so. cure-all. <laughs> yeah. Have a sniffle? Grape juice. COVID? <laughs> grape juice. Grape juice isn't even that good. I do uh, like I a cran grape, point. though. Mm. Like a cran grape juice? Yeah. Mm. Need to mix it with something. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. So now word of Rock's uh, weird ways, you mm-hmm. could say, like um, kissing somebody and saying you're bringing them back to life. Got yeah. back to like the home church that was, I don't know, probably sponsoring them or <laughs> the whatever. home church. Yeah. And they were like, um, hmm. No. This this is not working for us. Yeah, and so they kicked Sorry. him out. So he's out of the church. Goodbye. Goodbye. So uh, Rock doubles down. Mm. The clinic shuts down because he can't sell like the Seventh Day Adventist literature because he's not part of because the he got church. kicked out. So um, he and a and a, his whole group they moved to another place in Canada with a French name. It's impossible. I couldn't begin to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's here in July 1978 that he drops the old doomsday cult bomb. No. And says that the world's going to end on February 17th, 1979. Right. Got it. Not far enough in the future, no. Rock. You got to make it. You got to think far ahead. You got to make it At least out make of it the year 2000. <laughs> Everyone was yeah. saying the year 2000. That's Just true. go with it. That's six months. Yeah. Jeez. Anyhow, he said a storm of boulders-sized hail would fall from the sky. There would be earthquakes and huge lightning storms. Boulders? Um, boulders. But, of course, they were God's chosen people, so they'd they'd be be good to go. So they began constructing um, a community built from mostly tents Mm -hmm. and one large wooden cabin. That will protect you from a boulder falling from the sky. They have Jesus, or God, I don't know. Oh, who one this, of them. One of the books ended sometime, <laughs> but um, they're going to be fine. It's all the other people. But so they, um, yeah, so they built, start building this wood cabin, and Rock names the plot of land that they're on, the Eternal Mountain. Ooh. Um, and that's where they would stay until the end of the world mm-hmm. in like six months. Yeah. Um, so he gave them new uniforms. Because they, were, <laughs> because they the first ones were tunics, which I don't really know what a tunic is. It's like a um, 
Like a moo moo? It's like a poncho. Okay. Kind of goes over your head. Okay. And usually you tie it with like a belt. Okay. So these ones were more like pants and sleeves cause so it was easier to work because mm. he started cracking the whip. Oh, whoopa. Whoopa. And um, he would order them to work 17-hour days Ooh. Uh, to build the cabin and a well. And he also started rationing their food. Um, and, of course, working 17 hours, they're not sleeping a ton, too. No. So, um, But if they complained about being hungry or tired, he would restrict um, their food even further. Mm, so sounds hand- like a nice guy. <clears throat> yeah, he's great. A handful of followers were like, yeah, go rock. Um, but many of the other ones had given all their money. You rock. <laughs> yeah, you rock, rock. Um, many of the other people had given all their money, you know, classic cult style. Did anyone ever make the connection that he said boulders were going to fall from the sky and his name is Rock? <laughs> well, it's R O C H. And they're French. Boulder. <laughs> so I don't. Oui. <laughs> I don't think they probably did. It's like a answer. boulder with like a cigar and a beret. <laughs> Uh, apologizing though because he's Canadian also. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, the a lot of the members had given up all their like money to help mm-hmm. the clinic and then to help this new weird community that they're in, so they didn't really have a solid way out. But mm-hmm. some people still did leave with like literally nothing yeah. to their names. Uh, because it seemed like a bad idea. Once the cabin was complete, he proclaimed it a miracle. Yep. And then I'm sure like all the other followers were like looking like side eyeing like, like miracle mm, miracle. Mm. Mm, we work seventeen mm. hours a day. Yeah, no. To do that, so I stubbed my thumb on the name. Anyways, he proclaimed it a miracle, and uh, he changed all their names to biblical ones. Oh, <clears throat> okay. And he changed his name to Boulder. Moses. Moses! (laughs) Just like Daddy Mo and the Children of God. Mo! Uh, The cult from the first episode. And um, also like that, he wanted the group to start calling him Pappy. Oh, Pappy! (laughs) Which isn't as gross as Dad, but it's still... Pappy Van Mo! (laughs) (laughs) That's the French version of Vaughn. Whatever. Pappy Le Mou. Le Mou. Pepe Le Pew. (laughs) Um, okay, so Pappy. Pappy. Um, and then, I feel like, okay, so then, like, some of the members were married to each other, right? Okay. So he dissolved all their marriages. Oh. And he was now married to all the women. Okay, great. 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 Good. Excellent. Sounds great. So now he's got a bunch of wives. He's got nine. Nine wives. It's too many. It's a lot of wives. Um, one of the women was like, um, no. (laughs) (laughs) And she escaped to the surrounding woods, but Rock found her and, like, choked her. Oh, jeez. And, uh, convinced her to come back. Rock? Rock. Rude. Uh, so here we are. It's We're not the in... way you keep a wife. I know. Be kind. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And you it's got nine of them to keep happy. Nine. Okay, so we're in November 1978. Okay. Let's do a quick timeline check. We're getting close to the end of time. We're getting close to the end of time. And also, Jonestown is currently drinking their flavor aid. Ooh. In November of 1978. So. Flavor aid, sipping on that flavor aid. <laughs> 
So the whole world saw Jonestown and was like, ooh, boy. That's not good. That seems like it might be happening over here. So, yeah. Mm, rock. Um, they, they call me Peppy Moo. <laughs> Peppy Limo. Peppy Limo. Um, so the French-Canadian police were like, um, let's keep a, just keep an eye on those folks over there because <laughs> there's some key similarities. There's something going on. <laughs> So uh, Rock, he, he's like, I'm going to go ahead and get ahead of the game. And he went to the police <clears throat> and he was like, no, no, <laughs> we're not a cult. <laughs> cult? Uh, like, I'm good. And he volunteered to have a psych evaluation done. Um, and so, but he, as all cult leaders, could charm the pants off of anybody, mm-hmm. right? So um, he did. He gave, uh, he told them that the group was a democracy and there was mm-hmm. no real leader and that they lived in peace right, right, without right. promiscuity. Right, because they were all sleeping with Pappy Mo. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, he aced his psychological exam and by the end of it, the doctor was calling him Moses and believed he had saved the group from a life of hardship and chastised anyone who said otherwise. Oh boy. Oh boy. So it turns out that uh, leading a cult is kind of stressful because mm-hmm. um, Rock abandons his Adventist diet and starts drinking heavily again. Oh, hey, partay. And he's like, why isn't everybody else eating? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> why isn't there any food? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they're like, we're starving. <laughs> but he didn't have any money, so he sold one of his wives to do sex work with the grocer in return for food. What? So he's an overall great guy. So okay. um, they would finally have a big meal and he would just drunkenly preach at them for like hours, <laughs> which is the mother thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you some. And I'm sure they weren't drinking. It was just him being <laughs> super like trash. Drunk. Oh, it sounds oh, so terrible. Sounds like college. <laughs> um, but if anyone fell asleep or like rolled their eyes or was like, can we uh, get going here? Oh, it's bedtime. Um, he would beat them with a club. Oh, jeez. Not the sandwich. Um, <laughs> a six foot. I mean, a six foot, a six inch. No, foot it's a six long. foot sandwich. Yeah, I wish. It's a six oh, foot yum. club set. Extra bacon. <laughs> Uh, Throwing tomatoes uh, like frisbees. And then then one time one of his pregnant wives ate more than her share of pancakes in the morning. (gasps) Rude. Um, I know. Her bad. (laughs) But he uh, beat her and broke two of her ribs. Um, And despite this, the uh, devotion to Pappy remained for some reason. Um, And I think if you like... Just work people really hard and don't let them sleep and don't give them protein. Like, that's basically how you brainwash people. <laughs> so, the lack of protein they, and grape juice. And grape. <laughs> well, yeah, too much grape juice. Too much probably. grape juice. Um, hi, Phoebe. Oh, we have a guest. Her name's Phoebe. She's practicing for the opera. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. So, the other thing is they had. Okay, so like. First, they're being brainwashed because they don't have protein. Mm-hmm. Second, they only have three months to put up with this before they get to go to heaven or whatever. Oh, so they're so probably like, okay, three, they're I like, can we do, can do three this months. to be part of the chosen people. It's fine. Three months. Yeah. Let's do it. So February 17th, 1970, 
came or whatever year I said. And uh, do you think that the world ended? Um, considering twenty twenty one, and after the last two years we've had, the world hasn't ended yet. <laughs> okay. All right. No. It, it did not end on February 17th. <laughs> um, and Rock said, like, oh, gosh, you know what? I'm wrong. Brain fart. Um, <laughs> I forgot that time is different for God than it is for us. Um, so, like, I totally did my calendar math wrong. Um, it's definitely still coming soon. I mean, if he can struggle with calendar math, we all know the struggles. <laughs> we all know the struggles of calendar, with calendar math. math. Uh, yeah, so he, uh, was just like, well, it could come anytime. The math is just too hard. I, mm-hmm. I did it wrong. So. I don't know the formula. Yeah. I don't know what, how fast time passes in heaven. It's very confusing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. So one guy just like slowly backs away and moonwalks out and, <laughs> uh, Rock tells the other people in the group that the devil took him. Oh. Which is terrifying. Another man was like, um, yeah, let's leave to <laughs> his, his wife that he came in, but wasn't his wife anymore, I guess. But she was like, okay, yep, you're the boss. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. But um, Rock was like, oh, no, 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 no. You don't get to leave. And he ordered the man to cut off the toe of the wife in punishment for wanting to leave. Um, and he did do that he just chopped it off because he said that if oh sorry no if um if he didn't do it he was going to cut off all her toes so he just had to cut off one so uh remember four hours ago when i mentioned the 19 year old girl with ms yes so she her grape juice finally stopped working and she passed away oh r.i.p and the authorities wouldn't let them just like quickly bury her on eternal mountain um and they insisted on doing an autopsy the autopsy revealed that no foul play um had been involved Mm -hmm. but it really enhanced the like this versus them no us, us versus, versus them, them mentality. This versus them. <laughs> this versus that. Um, <clears throat> that cult leaders like really depend on to get people to stay. And so it actually strengthened the group. Um, so at this point, they're starting to be like a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. There's nine wives and they are popping it out. Yeah, like a log slide <clears throat> at Disneyland. <clears throat> Gross. <laughs> uh, so there, but there was also three kids which rock wasn't the father of so for some reason i'm thinking drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. he decided that one of the kids that what that he wasn't the father of he needed to be circumcised oh um and so he used a blade and 94 percent ethanol mixture for um sterilization okay and he put his amateur surgeon hat on and he oh. decided to do it himself i can do it come here don't move <laughs> no i said i said now as an amateur surgeon myself i think that aren't we all yeah Unless you're an actual surgeon. <laughs> Everyone is an, amateur, an amateur, amateur surgeon. <laughs> but I would think that you would use the ethanol mixture on the outside to, like, clean the blade. Yeah. You know, sterilize. Skin. Yeah, for some sterilizing. But no, no. <laughs> Rock 
<clears throat> made the baby drink the ethanol. Ooh, have a sip. <laughs> I can't be the only one drunk here. Delicious. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the only one drinking. <laughs> and major shocker, the next morning the baby was found dead. Oh, uh, darn. Yeah. Poor baby. Poor baby. And they pretty much immediately cremated the body. Nothing to see here. <laughs> what baby? <laughs> what baby? So I'm. This is. I mean, with this many people in the cult, somebody's going to rub you the wrong way, right? Yeah. So, um, a few months later, there's this one guy that just is really bugging rock, and so mm-hmm. he says, and this is six months after the baby died. He mm-hmm. says that he, the guy that drives him crazy, killed the baby. And oh. Rock made up a story about how he like beat the baby to death, um, and he needed to stand trial for this. Mm. And so they set up a fake trial with just the community. <laughs> Order in the court. <laughs> <laughs> and they went through this whole thing. I just would imagine it'd be hilarious, like just looking at each other, like not guilty. <laughs> what is guilt? <laughs> Uh, anyway so the jury found him not guilty by reason of insanity okay and the guy is like (laughs) thank goodness lock me up and throw away that key yeah does that mean i can i have to leave i have to darn (laughs) um so but rock took him aside and he was like you know what you should probably be castrated either way Uh, and he w- and Rock was like, you know, like sometimes you get headaches, right? Like this will help that. Stay away from weenies and blades. <laughs> what Rock, is his obsession? You're the one with the headaches, you drunk. <laughs> um, so as he was super into performing surgery now, yeah, amateur surgeon with a seventh grade education, um, he carried out the operation on the kitchen table. Ah. Um, Lays out of the table. What? Just have somebody hold the table. Fiddling. <laughs> somebody hold the table. The table is spinning. Wee. The next day. Oh, I'm so excited. I've got to use my drum voice so much. <laughs> the next day, the guy fled to the nearby town and told the story about, like, the real story God. about the baby and everything that had happened. But he just all. He tweaked the facts so that he said he got kicked by a horse <laughs> instead of having oh, a drunk man got uh, kicked by a horse. <laughs> cut off his nothing testicles. to see here. So <laughs> the police came and they raided the commune, um, mm-hmm. and Rock, along with many of his followers, were arrested. Arrested. And the group's children were all taken out and put into foster care. Oh, good. Around Canada. Yeah, which is foster care. Just fine with me. Okay, so a handful <clears throat> of the followers were released from prison on the condition that they would not return to Eternal Mountain. Um, but Rock was sentenced to two years in prison. Yep, jeez. Uh, did the group break up? Nope. No, they didn't. They moved to Quebec near uh, where Rock was being held. Oh. Um, so they could be close to. We there. got you, Rock. Later. We got you. Uh, on, in February 1984, he was released, um, but in the interim, the police had burned down Eternal Mountain, so they couldn't move back. Oh, smart idea. Uh, so they moved to another remote English-speaking area in French Canada. Okay. Is that how you say that? Yeah. Um, to basically start again. So 
the thing is, is Rock is the only one who speaks English in the group. Oh. All the other ones only speak French. So oui. this allows him to basically cut off the group entirely. Oh, like geez. they can't go to the like run to the next town because they don't speak the same language. Yeah. Um so they began construction again and they built what honestly it sounds like a cute little town. Um but it wasn't. But uh it had like some houses and it even had like a bakery. And they soon started selling their baked goods to try and get actually some money for once. Oh, hey. Um, and it worked out reasonably well. And they were officially established as a company. And Rock named them the Ant Hill Kids for the way in which they all work together like a nest of ants. Mm. But the problem is um, Paul Rudd wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> So Maybe there was no Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but prison time did not reform Rock, and the abuse of his constituents continued. He would basically just publicly beat everyone and oh, encourage geez. them to beat each other. Um, Knock him with a club <clears throat> sandwich. I know. Those sandwiches. But then after, like, a string of drunken abuse, he'd break down and cry, <clears throat> and he would... Like, he would ask God to stop using him as a vessel for punishment for the group's sins. So, basically, all the followers... (laughs) She's desperate for food. (laughs) So, uh, all the followers, they started to believe this. They they believed that he was beating them because that is what, basically, how God was punishing them. Yeah. For their sins. So, he was like, sweet, that worked out well. And he continued to do it. Um, He broke one guy's rib with an axe he burned the stomach of one of his wives and the back of another's with a blowtorch um he beat another uh wife in the stomach causing her to miscarry then he shot her in the shoulder with a rifle as punishment for miscarrying he pulled 11 teeth out of one of the man's head a pair of pliers how many do you have more than 11 teeth hon Well, not that guy anymore, but... Yeah, no, he, um, he's got minus 11. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a hunting knife into the, one of the legs uh, of his one of his wives, causing oh, a huge still. gash <laughs> in her thigh, and he filled it with olive oil, soap, and spruce. Oh, spruce. Uh, so anyways, this, this guy was bad news. Yeah, it's bad et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So in the fall of 1988, one of his wives fell ill, um... And being seventh grade educated, amateur surgeon that he was, mm-hmm. he diagnosed her with a kidney ail- ailment and proclaimed that he would perform immediate surgery. He probably just poked her in the back. It's a disaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll do it. I'll fix it. So keep in mind, he's not using anesthesia. So he laid her down on the kitchen table. Hold still. This is going to be gross for about 20 seconds. So. He gave her an enema of molasses and olive oil. Molasses? Yeah. He Oof. cut open her stomach <gasps> into her abdomen and tore out a part of her intestines with his bare hands. That's not how you get to the kidney. He then ordered another wife to stitch her up with a sewing needle and straight up thread. No! Oh! Uh, and the woman died by morning. Big shocker. I'm surprised. Um... But let's remember, Rock did bring that one woman back to life when he kissed her. So. Kissed her again. He drilled a hole in her head. Yeah, that'll bring her back. Let's just say. (coughs) He attempted to resurrect her 
No. Uh, via semen. Ooh. He was unsuccessful. Well, yeah. If you can believe that. So, but just before he was cremated, he took one of her ribs and wrapped it in leather and wore it around his neck from then on as a necklace. Uh, this is kind of when the group was like, mm, uh, yeah. What though? <laughs> like what happened? He's not a funny drunk anymore. That he's just weird. Super gross. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so by the summer of 1989, the group was in tatters. Uh, in July of that same year, Rock decided that one of his wives needed surgery on her in- injured pinky finger. It was like aching, probably because she was doing manual labor mm-hmm. and being pregnant all her life. So mm-hmm. he lays mm-hmm. her down on the table and he just stabs <gasps> a knife through her palm. And then he... Pre- That's not her pinky! And then he proceeds to cut her arm off halfway between her elbow and shoulder for a hurt pinky for a hurt pinky um two weeks later she finally is able to flee and go to the hospital um and she originally made up that she had been in a car accident but then the doctors were like um no you no (laughs) you weren't though like that's not how cars work Uh, on August 19th, the cop showed up at the Ant Hill Kids Commune, um, but they had found that all the remaining followers had fled and gone back to their families. They're like, smart. I think I'm super good as far as super this cult done. goes. <laughs> uh, so uh, by October uh, 1989, police finally caught up to Rock, and his reign of terror was finally over. You're done, Rock. He was sentenced to 12 years in prison. Get the, in the quarry. <laughs> he was sentenced to 12 years in prison for the death of the wife uh, with the intestines. Yeah, the animal. No, 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 no. But the judge reduced it to 10 years because he seemed like he was sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, he's just that charming. I'm sorry. I kept her rib. Yeah, but I jizzed in her skull. I, uh, Doesn't that count for something? I really loved her. <laughs> but with his other crimes combined with that one, it wound up to a sentence of life in prison with a release date of 2014, which I guess I don't understand sentences because that's yeah, not really. life. But um, he was denied parole on several occasions. And on February 26, 2011, three years before he was set to be released... When he was 63 years old, he was stabbed to death in his cell by another inmate. And that's fine with me. Fine with me. And that is the story of Rock Terrio and the Ant Hill kids. Rock Terrio. Rock Terrio, you suck. You terrible human. <laughs> Rock Terrible, more Rock like. Rock Terrible. <laughs> uh, great story. Mm. Terrible story. Was it? <laughs> so mine is not so terrible. Okay, great. Um, but mine also is kind of French. Ooh la la. So, ooh la la. It's a French episode, everybody. Get your berets. Um, I'm going to talk about r- realism. Realism? It's got the umlaut over the A. Realism. I'm just going to call it realism. Great. That's probably not correct. Anywho. So, Claude Maurice Marcel Vorhon. Okay. Was born in 1946 in Vichy, Allaire, France. He was raised as an atheist, causing some controversy at an early age when he took part in communion at his Catholic boarding school without being baptized. Oh, the He's hungry and wanted the cracker. Okay, so first off, this is happening the exact same time. Basically. As mine was. Basically. Okay. 
Just wanted to point it out. Um, he at fifteen he ran away and hitchhiked hitchhiked to Paris, and became Claude Seller. Ooh, the rising teen pop star. No, stop it. I will not. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he only did music between like 1966 and 1967. Um, and his hits included his biggest hit, which was Le Miel et la Canelle, which Ooh. is Honey and Cinnamon. Uh, Madame Pipi. Oh, no. Which means Mrs. Toilet Attendant. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and... <laughs> And, uh, Monsieur, yeah, Miss Toilet Attendant, Madame Pipi. (laughs) I only put this in here because of the song name. (laughs) And then, uh, the other one was called Monsieur Voter Femme Me Trompe. Mister, your wife is cheating on me. (laughs) On me. (laughs) On me. With you. With you. (laughs) The husband. Um, unfortunately, that didn't work out. What? Yeah, I just... Rising. With those hits? With those hits. <laughs> Madame PP was not well received. Uh, is that on the internet somewhere? I hope so. <laughs> we gotta look it up. Gotta find it. <laughs> um, so he decided to become a sports journalist Good. to gain access to what he called his true passion, car racing. Okay, that could be fun. And for a long time, he was a journalist and he created a car magazine he called Autopop. <laughs> he cannot get away from his pop. Yeah, he loves pops. <laughs> All this changed on December 13th, 1973. Okay. When he had his first meeting with an extraterrestrial <gasps> humanoid. Whoa. We I got didn't see aliens, that people. <laughs> We're sneaking in aliens. Uh, and Aloha, who landed a UFO with an inactive volcano and who indicated their sole purpose was to come down and have a little chit chat with Claude. Just Claude. Just Claude. Okay. Who then decided to change his name to Rail. 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 Got too many names, Claude. Rail. Rail. His task. Okay. Was from take the From the Aloha. Plural, Elohim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elohim. Oh. <laughs> um, was saying and communicate it to the people of the earth. So take what they, take what they were saying. Yeah. Spread the word. Okay. Um, and so he did what any journalist would do. Uh-oh. He wrote a book. <laughs> oh, good. Called Le Livre Qui Dit La Verte. Okay. Which means the book which tells the truth. Okay, that's how you know it's real. <laughs> this, this is the book that tells the truth. It's called the book that tells the truth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Reminds me quick. Oh, no, I probably deleted it. Oh, no. There's, I got an email today. That was, like, obviously a scam, but it said the first sentence was, like, we know you think this is fake, but it's totally real. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm convinced. Okay. (laughs) Um, And so that would be the beginning of realism or the Raelian church, which they first known as MADEC, but, and it's actually an acronym for a really, really long French word that I didn't even want to try to spell. Don't, Don't do it. So... You're probably wondering yes, about, so the, about the Elohim. <laughs> okay. So they are described as being physically smaller than humans okay. with pale green skin and almond-shaped eyes. Cute. And divided into seven different races. All but rail, rail, railians. Ra- <laughs> 
not to be confused with aliens. <laughs> not to be confused with aliens. They're aliens. Um, he really didn't go out far on that one, did, did he? Not, no. Um, <laughs> are forbidden from painting or sketching them. What about pictures? You can't do it? Mm. Okay. Um, their planet, stated by rail, uh, is outside our solar system, but within our own Milky Way galaxy. Okay. He alleged there are 90,000 uh, 90, of these Elohim on their planet, and they are quasi-immortal. Oh, shoot. Hmm. He commented that on their world, they do not wear clothes. Nice. Uh, he added they are all permitted to engage in free love with one another, and that sexual jealousy between them has been eliminated. I'm glad they really covered that in the first meeting. Yep. Covered it all. <laughs> Uh, all are regarded to be fairly feminine in their manner. And he says the mo and rail says the most feminine woman on earth is only 10% as feminine as the Elohim. <laughs> okay, great. Cool. Uh, they are not allowed to procreate, to have children and may undergo a sterilization operation to ensure this. Um, and he rep- also reported that the Elohim are able to communicate with humans because they have an understanding of all human languages. That's nice. Yeah. I'm jealous. So, realism teaches that about 25,000 years ago, the Elohim arrived at the Earth and transformed it so life could develop and use their advanced technology to create life on Earth and that we are just biological robots. Mm. Raylans believe that there were originally seven human races modeling the seven Elohim races, but the purple, blue, and green races have died out. Yeah. Purple, blue, and green. Okay. No purple, no blue, no green. Uh, they also believe the accounts of gods in various mythologies around the world are misinterpretations of memories about the Elohim. Huh. The philosophy states that the sacred scriptures of many other religions describe the ongoing activities of the Elohim on Earth. The tale of Adam and Eve's expulsion from the Garden of Eden, recounted in Genesis, is, for instance, interpreted as representing humanity's difficult transitions from the Elohim's laboratories to life on Earth. Laboratory. Laboratory. Okay. Remember, we were we were created yeah. by them. We're robots. Remember? Yeah, I do. Um, but, 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 but where they became, yeah, uh, the resurrection of Jesus mm-hmm. of Nazareth. <laughs> Not to be confused with any other Jesus. All the other Jesuses. Just the one of Nazareth. Yeah. Um, Heard of him. Oh, she didn't get hit under the waterfall. I think the the water stopped. Oh, yeah. Sarah's (laughs) home, everybody. Um, Bop, 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 bop. Where was I? Oh, Nazareth. Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, was presented in the gospel as presented in the gospel is described as representing how the Elohim cloned Jesus to restore him symbolizing life after death (laughs) don't worry I was too okay Um, references to Satan are interpreted as referring to the chief of a group on Elohim's planet who was opposed to genetic experiments on Earth and who argued that humanity should be destroyed as a potential threat. So this is basically the Matrix? Basically. Okay. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, it also claims that through history, the Elohim have created about 40 Elohim human hybrids who have served as prophets preparing humanity for the news about their origins. Okay. Among those who are considered part of these prophets are the Buddha. Okay. Jesus, again, of Nazareth. Sure. uh, Joseph Smith. 
Good. Muhammad. Okay. And Rail himself being the 40th sure. and final prophet. <laughs> the Raelian. The Raelian. <laughs> um, why is he the final prophet? Because humanity is now sufficiently developed to understand the truth about the Elohim. We're ready. And he changed it because originally he was saying because he had he was French. Uh-huh. And apparently the Elohim liked the French. Oh. <laughs> and he had a Roman Catholic mom and a Jewish dad. <laughs> Don't get it. Okay. Bop, bop, bop. And, okay. I don't get it. That's a lot. That's a lot I was reading. Keep going. I'm here for it. Um, the religion also teaches that the Elohim continue to monitor every human individual on Earth Ooh, remotely like work. from their planet. Oh, see, you can work from home. You could. They can work from home. Are you hiring? The Elohim work from home. <laughs> Uh, this is done so that the Elohim can d- decide which individuals merit being offered the opportunity of eternal life. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an MLM. Mm-hmm. Um, it argues that they continue to visit the earth um, as evidenced by crop circles, which oh, adherents okay. regard as the landing spaces of their spacecraft. Yeah. Uh, they, the Elohim, the Raelians generally understand sightings of UFOs. As confirmation of their belief in the Elohim, although their opinion of ufology is ambiguous. They what? don't care either way. They're like, ufology, meh, whatever. But the ufos are the Elohim checking in. But they're also not. They. <laughs> yeah, the Elo. so they, the Raelians think that Ufologists, people that just believe that they're like yeah. unidentified, unidentified flying things, um, are just aliens coming to check us out. Yeah. The aliens are like, yeah, but it's a little bit bigger than that. So oh, it's kind of wrong. Oh, you tiny little mind. Oh, you don't, you're not one okay. of the chosen ones. I get it, I get it. Um, so Rail uh, claims that. Since the U.S. military's use of the atomic bomb on Hiroshima, or Hiroshima, mm-hmm. in 1945, humanity has been living in the age of the apocalypse. It states that the human species must now choose whether to use science and technology to enhance life or use it to bring about nuclear annihilation. I mean, claims that about right. <laughs> I mean, pick one. Uh, claims if humans successfully get through the present age, they will live in an era of advanced technology in which society will be tolerant and sexually liberated. Enter Meta. Enter Meta. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Uh, so the beginning of a peaceful age will bring the Elohim back to Earth and Rail and his followers in order for them to come back. Rail and his followers must build them an embassy. Okay. With a landing pad for their spacecraft. Okay. So Important. is it like a helicopter landing pad? Is it a spacecraft square? landing pad? Or is it a runway? I think it's just a landing pad. Okay, so they can like, you That's know, easy. hover, hover, hover down. You can do that. Uh, they, he first thought... He was like, you know, where would you put an embassy that's neutral territory? Makes sense. Ooh, in the water. First thought came to his mind, Israel. No, no. <laughs> that's not. Uh, no. Uh, explaining. That's not neutral, and it never has been, and it never will be. Like, mm, Israel. Good place. Oh, crack Let's a book, put it there. Rail. 
Uh, he also stated this embassy would constitute the third temple referred to oh boy. in the Jewish prophecy. But Israel was like, nah, we're good. We, no. Yeah, we will literally kill you over this. Um, they <laughs> then sought a neighboring country. Okay. You know, the good ones out there like Jordan, Syria, yeah, Lebanon. I've, oh, I've heard it's great real estate Egypt. in Syria. <laughs> uh, and they all said, nah, we good. We really don't want. We've got our own aliens. We here don't in want Egypt. your. We don't need yours. We don't want your <laughs> embassy and landing pad. Um, We've got the pyramids for that. And then the senior members of the church, which I'll Good. get into, like the. Good. There's a whole hierarchy. For senior members. Um, <laughs> we're like, rail. <laughs> Have you considered Hawaii? Ooh, it's nice. Good. So they like, members. you know, was like, Ooh, what about Hawaii? Mm, okay. Mm, a little tropical, a little oh, breeze. Yeah. Um, and in See, 1998, yeah. Rail stated that he had a revelation from the Elohim that Hawaii was good. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Approved. <laughs> Great idea. I'm here for it. Um, da, 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 da. So once the Elohim comes down here, um, they're going to uh herald a new and improved political system oh boy there will be a single world government oh boy and he talks about it in his fifth book genealogy fifth book he's got five of them he's got five books yeah i got Did, the and you book read of the them truth all, right? i read them all got the, started with the book that's true i swear to god this me. is true this is a true book <laughs> true story <laughs> Um, but according to the system, only those only those who are fifty percent more intelligent than the average person will be permitted to rule. Okay, sure. So you basically have to have an IQ test to rule the world, which I think that's I think fair. That's fair. <laughs> we should start doing that immediately. I think that's reasonable. Um, uh, Ray, he also claims that the future society will have no war and crime will have been ended through genetic engineering. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> okay. He also states that humanity will be able to travel beyond the Earth to colonize other planets what? and that robots will assume menial tasks, allowing humans to devote their time to pleasurable pursuits. Uh, I'm in. And also, there would be <laughs> biological robots who would serve as sex slaves. No, no, I don't need that. Um, like those that Rail states he encountered on his visit to the Elohim planet. Oh, yeah, planet. he did. That's yeah. why he's so into it. Oh, so he went to the whole planet. He went to the planet. Oh, okay. They I... came down, talked to him, and then he went to the planet. Oh, uh, I thought it was just a down here situation. Yeah, he, he visited. Well, that's dope. And then uh, a single world currency would be introduced. Okay. Um, as a prelude to the total abolition of money. And we'd also have a unified world calendar. Hmm. I feel like this isn't going to work. No. <laughs> Is it also going to... Are we back to Pangea? Bring back Pangea. <laughs> Bring back Pangea. <laughs> big fan of Pangea. Big fan of Pangea. Always been a big fan Big up Pangea. Pangea. <laughs> um, so basically... Just no, I like it. I'm going loving through. That. Uh, they're an advocate for the development of human cloning technology on Earth, and they believe that deceased individuals can be cloned so they can oh. be tried and punished for their crimes. Do they need to, though? They believe in cloning. <laughs> okay, they're like, Hey, clone, perfect person. <laughs> I mean, I believe it's real. I don't believe we Jesus, should do what it. are you doing here? Jesus, you're back. Jesus, you're back. <laughs> 
<laughs> for a third time. Missed you. <laughs> How you been? <laughs> Uh, so members... We don't have Jesus' DNA, Alex. No, we don't. We ascended. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> we'll get him next time. <laughs> we'll get you, Jesus. Of Nazareth. <laughs> Not just gonna find some random guy named Jesus. Jesus is out there. <laughs> we need the Nazareth one. We need the one that's Nazareth. <laughs> Please. Very specific. Uh, they, so it insists on a strict ethical code for its followers. Uh, members are expected to take responsibility for their own actions, respect sure. cultural and racial differences, promote no, no. nonviolence. There is no racial differences. We're all And one. strive for world peace. There is world peace already. Yeah, sure. Well, in this Libya land. Libya and Jordan. Huh? In this land, it's the one whole... Pangea. Pangea? Yeah. Happy family. Happy family. Pangea. They also consider gender as an artificial construct. Okay. Um, They're also very sex positive if you haven't caught on yet. Um, They're making robots just for it. It states that through the pursuit of sexual pleasures, new pathways between the neurons in the brain are forged, thus enhancing an individual's intelligence. Okay. That's uh, clearly not true. No, it's not. <laughs> but. Uh, so they also stress the need for respect and mutual consent in sexual behavior. Yeah. Um, there's a strong taboo on incest, rape, and sexual activities involving children. Great. Anyone involved in the movement found to be having been involved in those activities is excommunicated. Sure. From the movement. They throw them out um, into deep space. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, they reject both enforced monogamy and marriage regarding that these institutions have been forced to enslave women and suppress sexual expression okay. it discourages members from members from marrying and they're also discouraged from contributing to global population great because cloning because cloning we don't we'll need be, it we don't need it we'll clone you <laughs> It'll be great. Bang everybody, but wrap it. But wrap it. <laughs> um, they're also very pro-abortion. They endorse Uh-oh. the use of abortion. Um, but they also say that if a woman does not want a child who has been born, then it needs to be raised by society. Okay. Which concerns me because sometimes society might not know how to raise a kid. Oh, no, they certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, realism, like I said... And it's a church. Good. It involves a series of monthly meetings, initiations, and meditation rituals. I'm concerned about the present tense you're using. It still exists. Oh, good. It okay. doesn't. It hasn't <laughs> okay, gone away. Great. Good. 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 Uh, Raelians congregate with fellow practitioners on the third Sunday of the month. Okay, only once a month. So once a month. Um, Not too big of a commitment. The main ritual is the transmission of the cellular plan. Okay. They go from AT and T to Verizon to mobile Sprint. No, it's uh, a Raelian guide places their hands on another individual's head, mm-hmm. through which the guide is believed to receive the individual's cellular code, and then telepathically transports it to the Elohim. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so within the church, there's a hierarchy. Of course. Everybody starts at level zero, <coughs> yeah. which is a trainee. Level one is an assistant organizer. Okay. 
Number two is an organizer. Okay. Number three is an assistant priest or a Ooh. regional guide. Okay. Level four is a priest. Got it. Who I is, see the pattern. Who is a national guide. Okay. Level five is a bishop. Okay. Who's a continental head. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. And then... But Pangea's just one continent. Level six is the guide of guides. <laughs> to be confused with the god of gods. The planetary guide. <laughs> And this, there's an election every year for who is... Oh, every year. Yeah. That seems ex- who is the guide of guides? Those commercials constantly. I'm the it's, guide of guides and I approve this message. It's rail every single time. Every time. <laughs> he gets it's elected. Him. It's rigged. It's rail. <laughs> it's a rigged election. He's the only one that's running for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, it's just him. Uh, they pay a fee to be part of the, you know... Church. Is that how you move up in yeah, levels? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they're encouraged to tithe 10% of their income, which only about 40% of them actually tithe anything. I think that's uh, pretty universal. And this is what I thought was interesting. The most interesting. <laughs> in 1998, Rail established an all-female group known as the Order of the Angels because they realized... Charlie's Angels? They had a lot of men and not a lot of women. <laughs> because nerds are usually men yeah so there was a lot of dudes for sure not a lot of women okay so he stated that these women would be the only humans permitted to contact with the elohim after they arrive on earth yeah yeah they are and will be the only people allowed to enter the elohim's embassy yo in hawaii oh yeah darn uh, oh, Raelian has a hard life. He further adds, they will serve as the Elohim's liaison with human politicians, scientists, and journalists. Um, it's only women who can be angels because men were not feminine enough. Hmm. For the extremely gentle, delicate, and sensitive Elohim. <laughs> Just sensitive little aliens. He's feminine enough, though. Yeah. The angels were divided are divided into three different groups. Okay. You have the white ribbon angels, and they wear a white feather necklace. Cute. And can choose human lovers and are tasked with operating in the world to attract more women to the movement. Okay. Uh, Pink ribbon angels wear a pink feather on their necklace. Okay. And are considered by Rael to be the chosen ones who will become the consorts of the Elohim. Okay. They are expected to live a sequestered life. Um, and are expected to reserve their sexual activity for the extraterrestrials. Oh, nice. Keep it pure. Just aliens, baby. <laughs> and the gold ribbon angels. Ooh, gold. Pretty. Are characterized by a gold cord. Ro- 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 oh, they get a whole cord. Worn around their neck. Yeah, like a graduate. Graduate valedictorian. <laughs> uh, they are handpicked by Rail himself. Yeah. For their physical beauty. Yeah, they're the hotties with the bodies. They're hotties. <laughs> and are described as being the first humans who will approach the Elohim. Okay. The beautiful women will be the first people to be like, hey, hey love, but welcome to Earth. I thought they were angels, but they're humans. They're humans, yes. Okay. They're called the angels. Okay, got it. Um, the pink and gold ribbon angels are expected to abstain from sexual activity. Um but will receive instruction on alien lovemaking from Rail himself. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry. 
Rail's got you covered. But does Rail think he's an alien? No, he he knows he's he he's the guide of guides. He's the you know the one that's like he's, so he gets to have sex with these girls. No, no, because he's a human. Because he's a human. Got it. But he's the one that's like, yeah, no, you'll you'll get with the aliens. Don't worry, I just talked to him. They're great. They're looking forward to you meeting know what you. You just said it's okay if you do it with me. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so they're instructed to regularly pray to the Elohim Mm -hmm. and engage in much meditation. They're encouraged to also limit their meat consumption and avoid eating those dang carbohydrates and sugar. What about grape juice? Is that okay? Uh, No sugar, probably. Mm. So. What about the cancer? Tart on grapes. (laughs) Uh, and. So they can maintain their physical beauty. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I see what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. You see what they're doing? We're keeping them skinny. We're keeping them skinny. Okay. Um, the order, they've provo- proved useful for the group's public relations and also provided volunteers for its human cloning experiments. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's troubling. Yeah. They've, they've you know, done little experiments on human cloning. Good. Uh, they've also engaged in selling human ova on the internet. It's an ova? I think it's an ovary. Like the pre-ovary. Oh, dear. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I miss that day of... Don't love it. Whatever it is. Uh, bu- 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 the order was insulated from the rest of the religion, and the angels live separately um, from everybody else. Um, access to the angels is strictly limited for both journalists and scholars. And gold ribbon angels are top of the top, cream of the crop, um, have been demoted from this status as they have aged. (gasps) On the explanation (laughs) that their physical beauty has deteriorated (laughs) and they are no longer suited to greeting the aliens. That is rude. What's the age? Like 16? Probably. (laughs) Gross. Uh, The demoted individuals are then tasked with training their younger replacements. Other individuals have been deprived of their status altogether when they are perceived to have acted in contravention of the group's ethos. Okay. So they also engage in missionary activities to attract new people to their religion. Mm -hmm. They buy books written by rail and sell them (laughs) on the street. Good. You know. Is there just the book? The book of truth. We swear this is real. We swear this is real. <laughs> no, seriously, this part this part's real. No, but for real. No, but I'm for real. I'm not lying. Um, they they encounter much resistance in, in their attempts to convert others. Um, Rail explains that this is to be expected because the Elohim told him that only four percent of humanity is intelligent enough to be receptive oh, right. to the message. That's We're right. not smart that's enough. Right. Where's the uh, IQ testing facility? They should just get their stats. Just merge with Scientology and use Ooh. their little, like, meter thingies. There we go. Mm. They're both alien-based. Um, yeah. Lord Zenu. <laughs> uh, any alien trying to force someone to convert is banned from the organization for seven years. Okay, so, and so not forever. A lot of the... Um, like, when you're excommunicated mm-hmm. or, like, you know, it's like, okay, you gotta go... You're excommunicated in the church only for seven years. Okay. Because that's how long the Raelians believe it takes for every cell in the body okay. to be replaced. Mm-hmm. So you're technically a new person. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite clever. Ladies and gentlemen, that is... Oh my gosh. Realism. 
Go join today. <laughs> Find a friend. <clears throat> See if you are a golden gal or whatever or they're called. <laughs> pink ribbon or whatever. See what so, color ribbon you are. There uh, we go. Plan your life accordingly. Yeah. Oh, good job. Thank you. That was interesting. I've never heard of that before. It was very, there was, so, there was, Four Wikipedia pages I had to read. Well, there's five books. Yeah, jeez, it was a, a lot. lot of info. So much info. <laughs> this book is true, I promise. <laughs> I swear. This podcast is accurate. <laughs> Pinky swear. We did all the research. Don't fact check us. We promise it's good. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on this day. On this day, baby. Okay, November 2nd. Yeah, you want to yeah. go first or you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, 1824. Andrew Jackson beats John Adams. It's John, John Quincy Adams. I know. John Adams. John Quincy Adams in the popular presidential election. Yeah, that was the first time the popular vote was recorded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1889, North Dakota was admitted to the Union as the 39th state and South Dakota as the 40th. And literally no one cared. No. <laughs> Not even a woohoo. <laughs> no. They uh, all went where? <laughs> <laughs> they told the bison and he was like, eh. He was like, so I'm not Canadian? So I'm not Canadian. Uh, 1907, U.S. banker J.P. Morgan locks over 40 bankers in his library to force them to find a way to avert the New York banking crisis. Which I think is actually something very similar that happened before the... Um, COVID? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Crash? Uh-huh. They like locked all the bankers in a room and were like, oh my figure it out. <laughs> I was in living in the woods with no um, cell phone and during that time. So I really don't know what happened. You are not leaving this room until we figure it out. <laughs> it's like, is that an option? <laughs> like, are we going to die in this room? Uh, okay. 1932. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> the Great Emu War begins. I am the one. <laughs> Australian soldiers armed with guns sought to call the emu population, call the emu population <laughs> over crop destruction Just a whole in bunch Western of Australia. Karen's and Stanley's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't kill him. Don't kill the Stanley. The Great Emu War. Uh, 1936. The BBC. And the BBC. The British Broadcasting Company officially launched, or corporation, I'm not sure, uh, its first TV channel. In 1947, American aviator and filmmaker Howard Hughes piloted the Spruce Goose. Spruce? An eight-engine wooden flying boat intended to carry 750 passengers on its only one-mile flight. It's first and last. One time I mentioned the Spruce Goose and you didn't believe me. Here we are. Here I am to say <laughs> Here we are. it's a real thing. I Talking wasn't about crazy. The Spruce Goose. <laughs> but it was not flown by a man named Bruce. Oh, if only. Phone. 1983 Thriller is released. <laughs> In 1988, a computer science nerd named Robert Morris released the first computer worm into the internet. Ooh. It was meant as an experiment, but it brought down 6,000 computers, which, in my opinion, is, is a lot. A lot. Of computers. <laughs> and also, 1988, there weren't computers, right? Yeah, there were. Internet? No, but there was computers. How to bring down 6,000 if there's no internet? Floppy disks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
1988, Mexican radio station reports that Mike Tyson has died in a car crash. <laughs> Spoiler, he didn't die. He's still alive He's to this day. Very much alive. You know what? It was my guy, Rock Terrio, kissed him. Ah. <laughs> he came, came back, back to, to life. life. The rail cloning? <laughs> Raelians? And you guys cloned him? That's cloned him. It's great. And Couldn't find Jesus of Nazareth, <laughs> so just so, Mike for Tyson Mike Tyson. Tyson. <laughs> In 2020, Baby Shark becomes the most watched video on YouTube. With 7.04 billion views. <laughs> With the B, people. And today, I checked okay, it, good. today has 9.5 billion views. And 1 billion of those is Quantico. <laughs> As a torture device. <laughs> as a torture. As a way of torture. Uh, okay, let's see. All. So I had a lot of the same. I had, oh, 1783. Okay. Our favorite general. George Washington. Washington. <laughs> uh, bids a farewell to his army no, no, after no. the Revolutionary War. In 1867, Harper's Bazaar is mm. first published. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1886, German patent granted to inventor Carl Benz for vehicle with gas engine operation. Wow. Also known as the first car. Yep, heard of it. <laughs> uh, 1898, the first official cheerleader. Oh, go team go. Johnny Campbell at the University <gasps> of Minnesota. A man leader. A man leader. <laughs> Uh, 1903, the Daily Mirror began publication. Okay. Is that That's in, a tabloid? Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. in the UK. Uh, 1954, Strom Thurmond okay. was elected uh, by write-in vote as senator for South Carolina. Okay. And he served as senator for South Carolina. Uh-oh. Word. From 1954 oh, no. until he died oh, gosh. in 2003. Oh, boy. That's too long. That's too long. South Carolina. For one man named Strom. <laughs> Mix it up. <laughs> uh, 1972, mm-hmm. construction began on the kingdom. <gasps> oh, my gosh. We love the kingdom. It's not there her. anymore, but we R. love R. her. We love her. Uh, to, in 2000, the first crew arrived at the International Space Station. Oh, cool. When? 2002? Two, 2000. 2000. <gasps> the Space Odyssey. Space aliens. Um... <laughs> And in 2016, the Chicago Cubs beat the Cleveland Indians in Game 7 of the World Series to win their first title in 103 years. Oh, congrats. Way to go, Cubbies. Cubbies. Oh, they're wet bears, too. They are. I'm a cubby. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have in, like, when you were younger in, let's say, like, kindergarten through maybe, like, sixth grade i don't know maybe you did maybe i didn't um had a cubby it was like a little Uh, like yeah i know what you're talking about but no (laughs) i had cubbies and i loved my cubby anyway death it's like a it's like a locker for children yeah it's like an open locker an open locker or some may call it a cubby like like a cabinet is an open cabinet Yes, I, I call it a cubby. George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw. He won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1925. That's all. Uh, I had James W.W. W. Birch. J.W.W.B. J.W.W.B. <laughs> um, he was the first British resident in Perak, Malaysia. 
And why he's on this list I'm is wondering. because he was speared to death while in the bathhouse of his boat. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> First of all, his boat had a whole bathhouse? He had a bathhouse on his boat. He was a party boat. <laughs> the bathroom's called a head. A bathhouse is a big deal. Yeah. I'd imagine. Okay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Daniel Boone. Danny B. Danny B. Seventeen thirty-four. Oh, that's uh well he probably had one too. Oh. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Thinking, that's King. my birthday. Me and Davy share a birthday. King of the wild frontier. That's Davy. Davy. Seventeen fifty five, Marie Antoinette. Let them eat cake. The, <laughs> the Queen said. I know. The Queen of France. <laughs> Uh, 1865, Warren G. Harding. Mm, Harding. Uh, and also, 45 years later, to the day, is when he was uh, sworn in as president. Oh, mm-hmm. Happy birthday. birthday. And then we've got a David Schwimmer. Ross. From France. Favorite paleontologist. <laughs> <laughs> He's not my favorite. <laughs> I have so many you paleontologists. Have, there's, a, there's a long list of paleontologists. <laughs> uh, and finally, Nellie. 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 Happy birthday, Nellie. Happy birthday, Nellie. I hope you got a fresh Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't believe you skipped this. Uh-oh. And didn't see it. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> Our boy Karamo. Oh, Karamo. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Karamo. Karamo. Looking forward to the next season of Queer Eye. We love I'm you. Waiting. You're our... We were going to see you at UW, but then when COVID happened. And then, yeah, you are our third favorite. <laughs> That's not great. <laughs> That's not a great thing. You're or third favorite of the five. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a great compliment. <laughs> you're a third favorite. <laughs> at least you're not five. You're top five. You're top, sure. You are in the top five. <laughs> of the fab five. Of the fab five. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds better than <laughs> yeah. your number. Th- your <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, we'll take this offline. We'll rank them offline. Yeah, we have to. We'll report back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> You'll never know. JVN is one. Uh, obviously. Then Anthony. Anthony is just so good looking. But then Danny. Oh, Danny. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> You're number four. And then Bobby. Nobody cares about Bobby. <laughs> Bobby does the Bobby does the most work I out know. of all of them. But you don't see him as much. Because he's working. He's busy. <laughs> he's actually putting together I a freaking said what I said he's number five and everybody knows it. Bobby. Bobby, you're great. Come to my house. We love you, but let's just be real. Top here. five of what are we at? Nine billion now? You're doing great. You're do that's how many <laughs> views the baby shark has. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's all. Goodbye. Okay, love you, Mina. Love you, Mina. Goodbye. Especially Karamo. Bye, Karamo.